0: yourself in a world that no longer makes sense when you realize a man like Epstein didn't Epstein himself when the police are defunded but Pakistan gets a gender studies grant you may be in the collapse experiment hello and welcome to another episode of the collapse experiment man do we have some news happening Lately, holy crap. Two days ago, there was the attempted assassination of Alexander Dugin, who was an advisor to Vladimir Putin. Apparently, a car bomb went off in Russia and uh, it didn't kill Dugin, it killed his daughter. And uh, immediately, Russia was blaming Ukraine for this. I mean, why shouldn't they? <laughs> Although uh, it has been pointed out that uh, several members of the U.S. government was calling for assassinations of certain international uh, leaders. That wasn't that long ago, so um, who knows? Maybe the focus would be pointed at somebody else. But Russia already thinks they're not just fighting Ukraine. They're they're fighting NATO as well. So it could just be, you know, they are... um, throwing out the the most obvious suspect and waiting in response, because usually uh, <clears throat> terrorists like to claim their work. Just going to point that, throw that out there. And this is a big blow to uh, Russia when it comes to the war in Ukraine, because uh, Dugin is regarded as, uh, he's been called Putin's brain, which I think he's just more as of a intellectual, run it by him, see what he thinks type of advisor, um Putin clearly likes to be the guy in charge, the one with the ideas, uh, the one who sets the policy as to what is happening in the country. Dugin, I think, is just an aide, uh, and he's very outspoken when it comes to uh Russia, Russian nationalism, and um uh, make Russia great again. Bringing things back to the United States, near total crop losses, ravaging U.S. agriculture, South Carolina farmers sound the alarm on tragic harvest season. Uh, My wife saw this firsthand, not in South Carolina, but in Southern Michigan, uh, when she drove down to visit her mom a couple weeks back, and she noticed that in our area, the corn is six feet, seven feet high. You go south of Grand Rapids. A foot, maybe two feet tall. Uh, corn is not doing well. Uh, I don't know if it's a lack of rain. Uh, there was a report that there was some type of fertilizer for corn, which um, isn't isn't working. Uh, something something happened with the fertilizer that was um, sold to different farmers, and they are not getting the crops that uh, they were. Uh, expecting so who knows uh, could be the fertilizer could be lack of rain could be a lot of different things but if there's one thing that I did notice and I pointed it out to her when she was telling me this is that uh, up here where we live cow poop <laughs> manure spreading that's that's what the farmers up here use to fertilize the fields for for hay for corn for soy whatever it is that they're growing They manure spread the heck out of those fields before planting even starts. And um, down below Grand Rapids in the southern portion of the state, a lot of Monsanto. A lot of that artificial BS. So um, who knows? But uh, on the downside, corn is not going to be what they thought it was going to be this year. Moving on, massive miscarriage rates among vaccinated pregnant women found buried in the Pfizer documents. Um, This was actually being shared by um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, where uh, a small study of 30 women who received the vaccine while they were pregnant, Uh, 27 of them had some form of miscarriage, Two had babies that were either stillborn or um, died shortly after birth, and one baby was fine. One out of thirty. <laughs> uh, I, I believe, uh, if if I'm remembering the article correctly, that like something like seven percent of pregnancies end in a miscarriage, and this is obviously. 90, 95% of these, uh, pregnancies in this small study, uh, ended tragically. So, um, good job, Pfizer. Uh, fit and healthy Kiwis dying unexpectedly from mysterious adult condition. I believe they're calling this SADS. Sudden adult death syndrome. Hmm. Weird. Uh, I I think they pretty much have a good idea as to what causes SIDS. Uh, I saw a study a couple years ago that there was some type of link to um, E. coli or um, uh, fecal bacteria that might have been causing SIDS. Um, Sudden infant death syndrome. Yeah, Uh, how is it that a perfectly healthy adult human just suddenly drops dead? I don't know, there isn't something that was massively rolled out in the last two years that causes heart inflammation, cancer, and all kinds of other horrible shit. China's endless COVID hysteria is a dark experiment in social conditioning. Zero hedge. Yes, yes it is. And here's the thing. So, we know what the horrible side effects of doing a lockdown was. Uh, We know about the suicide rates, the depression... Um, unemployment, uh, massive death due to people unable to go to the hospital. Uh, the list goes on and on. And yet we have Fauci and other people saying that the next time, and guess what? There shouldn't be a next time. I don't care if the plague itself comes back. If these people start screaming lockdown, I think we all just need to go out in the streets Put our middle fingers in the air and let them know what we think of their stupid lockdowns. Considering that they're looking at places like China as an example of how to do this, as opposed to all the states and all the countries that just absolutely refuse to participate and their numbers. What were their numbers? Far lower than any place that did a lockdown. Weird. It's almost like natural immunity just kind of took over. (sighs) So, yeah, uh, Fauci and other people are saying that the next time that we should look at Australia and China as to how to properly do a lockdown so that it works next time. Insane. Tent cities are taking over vast stretches of our major cities, and it's only going to get worse. This, too, is from Zero Hedge. By the way, you can find all these articles at thecollapseexperiment.com, where I post them and catalog them so that they can be found and viewed by anybody interested at where we are at in the Collapse. So yes, 10 cities, uh, they are popping up everywhere. It was already a big deal before 2020. Um, I saw it in the city that I was living in previously, where... We had a large homeless population, but there's a lot of factors involved in that. One, mental health care. Two, other cities who couldn't handle the population were busing people to other cities that had better capability of providing for them. Personally, I'm a guy who uh, believes in the whole uh, teach a man the fish. And if he's not willing to fish for himself after you teach him, well, then I guess he deserves to starve because, yeah, free handout doesn't help anybody except for the person receiving it. And then at some point when they're not getting their handout, it's at the barrel of a gun. And we also have here ATF or AFT, if you're a Biden fan, uh, shows up at people's homes to confiscate rare breed FRT-15 Triggers, this is where the ATF illegally reclassified a part of a gun, a part, uh, declaring it a machine gun, and um, yeah, they didn't go through any legal process, it didn't go before Congress, they just changed the policy themselves. The company who makes these triggers um, are in the process of fighting the ATF in court, Uh, recognizing the fact that they don't have the power to do this. They can't just redefine something. This is a nice little trick that the left likes to do, in which case I think the appropriate response is to just not acknowledge the new definition. Have it go to court. Clearly point out this is how it was defined when the law was written. You can't just change the definition whenever you've seen... Whenever it's, it fits, um, there's a reason why we have the, the policies and, and the um, system in place that we have. And it's so that <clears throat> we can clearly define something. We know what the law says, right? And when they go through and they say, like, no, no, this is racism, this isn't racism, uh, you you change the colors around, but the actions are the same. Yeah, but it's against these people. Therefore it's not racist. No, that's that's the definite not in our definition of racism, no, it's not. And it's the same thing with these triggers is that they're trying to redefine what makes a machine gun a machine gun. And um, yeah, thankfully this company is not having it and they're taking the ATF to court. And I hope to hell that they win. Something is looming geopolitically, and we better start taking it seriously. Zero Hedge. Okay, so the the person who wrote this article, uh, of course, Zero Hedge, everything is by Tyler Durden, but it's authored by Sundance via The Last Refuge blog. That's the original source. As a result of Western governments taking collective action under the auspices of a climate change agenda, we are on the cusp of something happening with ramifications that no one has ever seen before. Yeah, massive starvation and death. That is what these governments are pushing for. That is, um, that is the ultimate goal. It's not climate change. It's um, reducing you. Uh, as I say at the end of every podcast, you are the carbon that they want to reduce. And that is exactly what is happening under the disguise of climate change. You can't believe somebody believes that the climate is changing, that the, the oceans are going to flood, that the earth is going to get too hot in order to uh, grow crops or survive. You can't believe any of this stuff when they buy beachfront property and continue to use private jets when other means are, are available in order to spread their message. I'm sorry, but when John Kerry is flying around, acting as the climate czar, And is trying to save the planet while telling everybody else to reduce their carbon footprint. We have to get as close to zero as possible. And every time he gets into a private jet, it's like a normal person using their annual budget plus. Okay? Either these people don't math well, or they don't believe the shit that they are spreading. Moving on. The U.N. recruited over 100,000 digital first responders to push establishment COVID narrative. Yes, we have a First Amendment and we allow the U.N., the White House, and a whole lot of other organizations, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, to violate the First Amendment of the Constitution under the disguise of, well, they're a private company, they can have their own policies. Huh, that's funny. That, that's really interesting. Especially when it comes to other, other uh, policies that really don't fit the government agenda. So, um, yeah, I find that to be very interesting that they're always able to justify having somebody shut down, shutting down somebody's free speech, uh, labeling different things as misinformation, uh, which is a bullshit term, okay? And here's my rant. This is my rant for today about Instagram. Instagram can go F themselves. I left Instagram for a week, just as an experiment. I wanted to see two things. How much of my stuff would be taken down or flagged during a week's time period of me not being on there, and who would actually try to contact me or send me something or tag me in something. And um, both results were a little disappointing so in the one case i had one person actually send me stuff and try to contact me one out of all the friends and followers and and people that i follow and and people that you know i i thought were um you know intending to stay close yada yada yada, uh one person uh actually tried to contact me within a week goes to show how much i i really should be paying attention to instagram The other thing was i immediately had a notice that something that i had posted had been deleted by instagram and that i violated their policies and guess what it was it was the warrant for mar-a-lago the one that was released to the public it's a matter of public record and somehow they argued that it violated their policies and in terms of privacy and all this other bs and um Yeah, I kind of laughed, and I was just like, you know you can just find this online, right? Like, this is a matter of public record. This was released. Anybody can read this thing. And uh, yeah, Instagram had an issue with it. So then all the memes and everything that I had um, stockpiled for the week that I was out, I immediately dumped on the Instagram cuz I was like here's a test I want to see how long it takes for something in here to get flagged and sure enough within an hour I had two posts that were flagged as misinformation so um, yeah that was uh, kind of my 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 last straw Um, at that point it was either I could just not give a crap and just keep posting whatever the hell I want to post until they just completely delete my account. Which, um, I don't really see that happening. I get a lot of warnings. They keep telling me that I'm ineligible for some type of marketing BS that Instagram has going on. I'm sorry, I'm not a Brazilian butt model. No, you're not going to be able to make a whole lot of money from me. But um, you piss me off as a... I'm not even a customer. I'm the product, right? When you sign up for free and you're posting stuff on their platform, you become the product. You're doing the work for them. It's not like Instagram goes around finding cool pictures and stuff and, and uh, posting it on their platform. No, they have you to do that for them. You're the one that brings your friends in. You're the one that they advertise to. And it's your content that keeps people coming back because they're curious as to what it is that you're going to show. So, yeah, Instagram, they can just F themselves, and, um, it's getting a little tiring, it's a little boring, um, I might just go ahead and delete the app altogether and just keep the profile on there as, like, some type of ghost image of whoever I was before, I don't know, I don't know what the exact answer is going to be, but, um... The other thing i like to point out is that with Instagram, they have these filters. And these filters are designed to make somebody look a lot better than they really are. Now, they've already done several studies on this, and they know that ever since the installment of social media, uh, the suicide rate of young girls has increased dramatically. Why is this? Because they have a self-body image that they're not perfect they see these other images that are doctored they're false images they're misinformation created by apps that are available through instagram to make you look better than you really are and people see this stuff on your on your app on your social media and think why can't i look like that she is perfect oh my god i should just kill myself but none of these pictures are labeled as misinformation, nothing is ta- taken down because they're, they're doctored, they're, they're fake, they're just as bad as anything that is um, photoshopped, and yet Instagram promotes it because these people get millions of hits. I'm sorry, I hate to point it out to you, no, her ass does not look like that, it's fake. Everything is fake. Everything on Instagram is fake, but the only fake stuff that they point out is the stuff they don't want you to see. That's all it is. So, yeah, they love violating your First Amendment rights. Heaven forbid you post a picture that makes people question it or think or actually go into Google and say, Is there a connection between these two people? That's what they're trying to avoid. It's not the fact that the photo is fake and you're trying to pass it off as something real. And what's funny is one of the photos that got flagged on my account, the original photo that was used in the Photoshop version, I posted like a week before. It's very obvious that the photo that I posted was fake. But so is 99% of the shit that's posted on Instagram. And yet, it's all allowed. All of it. So, um... Yeah, Instagram, uh, hate to say it, but you are getting just as bad, if not worse, than Twitter. Because at least Twitter, <laughs> at least, no, just as bad as Twitter. I'm going to leave it at that, because uh, there's, there's really, one deals with words, the other deals with pictures. And neither seem to realize what satire is, what comedy is, uh, what political satire, or uh, it, it's just... It's, It's insane. It's completely insane and it's very obvious that they have a script, they have an agenda, they're part of the, the legal propaganda that Obama set in place back when he was president with the National Defense Authorization Act, legalizing propaganda on the American people, which means that the White House and the federal government can use social media and the actual media to just... Push out an agenda. Journalists no longer do their effing jobs. And uh, this is where we're at. You try to spread the message as to what is really happening. Holy shit, they will shut you down. So, the last article I have for today is FBI raid targeted docs Trump collected to exonerate himself from Russiagate. Huh. Yeah. It's funny. They just... uh, released um, information on the unit that raided Mar-a-Lago, and it's the same unit that promoted the Russia gay hoax. Weird. Who would have thought that? Y- you would think. So So here's the story that I was told. Uh, it seems to be verified by several sources. Trump was contacted by the FBI several weeks ago, about the documents that he had in his possession. They were declassified, but they wanted to make sure that they were safe and wouldn't be stolen since they were not in the possession of the actual government. So Trump's like, yeah, sure, come to Mar-a-Lago, I'll show you around. There's the room that everything is stored in. Trump has his safe, or he says, this is where I keep all my really important stuff. Then you have... The, the FBI is saying, like, we'd really like it if a padlock or something was on this door. Trump immediately has it installed, lets, shows them, lets them know, hey, anytime you need to access this, the key is available, yada, yada, yada. Next thing you know, his house is raided by a different unit in the FBI who tries to point out, we had to cut a lock off the door in order to access our documents. And uh, he's like, yeah, uh people within your agency told me to do that, and I have the, key, the the keys available. Like, you could have just asked for the key, as was told to the previous agents that you decided not to talk to. So, yeah. Uh, not surprised at all that um, things are sketchy. Things are, um, of course, looking really bad for the FBI, who uh, still hasn't figured out what the, the hell their job is. Um, and, uh... You know, between the FBI and Department of Homeland Security, I can't figure out who is a bigger, useless bunch of assholes. Uh, One story that I I came across, I was doing a little more research into the whole, Grutchen, what more kidnapping fiasco? And so not only was one of the FBI agents sleeping with a militia member during their undercover work, uh, come to find out the head agent who led the whole thing against the militia was arrested for beating his wife at an orgy in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I I never heard the name of the town. Uh, Every time, every time the city I lived in comes up, it's just another, another good reminder of like why I moved. I'm like, really Kalamazoo, Michigan is where people go to have orgies in hotels had no idea. I lived there most of my life. Had no idea this kind of thing was going on. I knew there were some shady people. I knew that there was like creepy stuff going on. I knew about the the escort service that was being run in the local uh, wine shop downtown. Uh, I knew about some of the prostitution that was happening. I, I knew about some of the... I didn't know that there was flat out orgies happening in but hey, hey, whatever, um, if that's, <laughs> perhaps uh, the, the, the background checks that the FBI was, was doing beforehand, I remember how rigorous it was uh, back in the late 90s, like they would talk to your kindergarten teacher if she was still alive to get an idea as to what kind of person you were. Like that's, that's how far back they, they interviewed every member of your family, police records, school records, any type of altercations you might have had with somebody else. Um, it was a very rigorous process to become an agent of the FBI. How did a guy who takes his wife to orgies become an agent in the FBI? Not only an agent, an undercover agent. How does that happen? Like what, (laughs) what happened within the agency where they're like, well, you know, if he's going undercover, he might end up in an orgy. I mean, he's got experience. He's got on the job experience. If that's part of the job, he's got the experience. (laughs) Oh, I, uh, I have zero faith in any of these agencies at this point, um, yeah, I, I could go on and on, but but still. Um, that, one, that one was mind-blowing. I have a very good idea as to what hotel would be able to house something like that and provide services. <laughs> but um, I'm going to leave it at that. So, yes, remember, you are the carbon that they want to reduce. Take care of yourselves. Thank you for listening to The Collapse Experiment Podcast. For more content, check out thecollapseexperiment.com where you can find the latest news articles. If you'd like to help out this podcast, check out books by Matthew Gilman on Amazon. Or you should just buy gold and silver. Just, just buy gold and silver. It's, it's a better investment, and uh, you might actually have something to trade later on when the world <laughs> falls apart.